Welcome to Freelance with Freedom. I'm your host, Harriet Hadfield, and I'm so excited you're here. I help creative freelancers become fully booked and in demand in any market, on their terms and without burning out. I went from broke makeup artist living in a room I couldn't stand up in, living paycheck to paycheck, to working on the red carpets of LA as a celebrity makeup artist. I also created a six-figure business during a global pandemic in less than seven months. After working around the world and on set as a celebrity makeup artist 15 plus year, I was tired, tired of the hustle culture and an emphasis on being busy. I was tired of the starving artist mentality and buying into the narrative, there's only one way to be successful. So I decided to create my own version of success, to break the rules and rewrite my own. And I wanna show you how to do the same. If you're a freelance creative and you want to generate consistent income, work with your dream clients, and step into the CEO role in your business, you're in the right place. There's room for you at this table. I'm so excited because today's episode is sponsored by my signature group program, Freelance with Freedom, a lifetime group coaching program to help creative freelancers double their bookings in any market. This lifetime, yes, you heard me right, lifetime program is the group coaching container for creatives looking to increase their clients, irrelevant of what market they're in or where they live. This is my proven framework to double your bookings and create a life of freedom and fulfillment. This transformational program will change the way you do business forever and set you up with the skills you need for consistent bookings for life. No agent required, no more relying on word of mouth and no more burnout. Applications are open to the public now and you can head to the show notes to learn more. Welcome back to Freelance for Freedom, everyone. I'm so excited today because we are joined by my incredible Freelance for Freedom client, Neymar, who lives in Auckland, New Zealand. She's an incredible makeup artist. Not only did she double her bookings inside Freelance for Freedom, but she has been so busy. We were just laughing that catching up. I was like, I haven't seen you for ages, but I see you on stories all the time doing all the things. Neymar, welcome. Thank you. So nice to have you here. So for anyone who is wondering about you and the kind of makeup you do, like tell us a little bit about you and the kind of work you do. Okay, so I've been doing makeup for about, it's almost six years now. So I do both hair and makeup. Primarily up until now, I've been doing mostly bridal makeup, event makeup, a little bit of everything just to kind of try things out. Most recently, I've done some film and TV work, which has been quite interesting. So yeah, apart from the bridal, I might venture out into new things. Yeah. And I love how like it feels like you haven't been in the industry a long time, but you've been able to navigate various different fields very quickly because of what you learn. You've been able to be booked out with your bridal business, but yeah. also what you were able to do inside Freelancer Freedom is now impacting you to a point where you're like, oh, maybe I want to do a bit of this. Maybe I want to like do more film and TV or more commercial. What's been the biggest thing that's helped you now look at other things? I mean, up until now, being, I guess one of the main things is like being a mom. I only started out like, you know, makeup was kind of like side, like a little bit of a side hustle type of thing, part-time work to fit in with the kids. As they've grown older and as my business has grown, I've kind of, everything's, you know, moving forward. I've been able to try out different areas of the makeup world industry. And with that more recently, finding and seeing these opportunities come up, I haven't been afraid to be like, oh, someone's needing a makeup artist for X, Y, Z. Maybe I'll reach out and see what happens. And working, you know, with, with Harry and Freelance with Freedom with yourself, that confidence has kind of grown to just be like, 
it's worth a shot and not be afraid to put myself out there as I would have previously. Mm, So good. And you mentioned being a mom. Like I think for a lot of creatives, that's probably something that they definitely have thoughts around. Like, wait, will I be able to be a creative freelancer and be a mom? And I'm curious, like, did you have thoughts about that? How has it been navigating that for you? Oh, definitely. I've definitely had thoughts like that, especially certain shoots if they come up quite last minute if people ask you quite last minute and you have that feeling that oh it's too late for me to organize childcare. Oh, I wish I was like the other people in the industry not having to worry about this mm. and there were moments where I felt like I was falling behind because even though being freelance you are flexible but then with that flexibility sometimes you feel like oh I kind of don't have the same time opportunities as other people without children for example but then working on my mindset around this, like the whole reason I got into this industry was to be flexible with my children. So I shouldn't let this whole idea of other people are being able to go at, for example, 4 a.m. for a booking and I can't because it's so last minute. I shouldn't be deterred by that because the whole reason I chose this industry was to be able to do work on my terms, basically. So powerful. And I think, again, a lot of people will relate to that feeling of we see creative freelancers. And I think a narrative seems to be like, you've got to strike while the iron's hot, like don't miss out on anything, which in itself, I think, contributes to this kind of hustly feeling of any one client could make or break you or like you miss out on one thing and it's going to like all fall apart. But I love how you said like, no, I was even able to remind myself why I chose this. And I know there were times you in Freelance for Freedom where you're like, I'm saying no, and I'm still getting bookings. Like the mindset with everything, like working on my mindset has helped me the most because I was very much in that hustle mm. culture of like, no, nah, I've got to take all of it as it comes, you know, no matter what time, no matter what day. I mean, I'd get really down for something I couldn't accept, like your school pickup time or something, but slow while working on my mindset I have now like actively say no to bookings if I know the time's not going to work out if I've already been booked for like six days in a row on the seventh day I know I'm going to need a break I'll say no to those types of bookings and like actively I'm scheduling out rest Mm -hmm. just so I don't feel burnt out which I have felt in the past for a very long time Mm, that's so beautiful and I think the rest I'm sure as well, like when you are a mom, you're so used to looking after everyone else. It's very easy to put that to like the bottom of the list, like your self-care. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, it's so important. It's like, I always use the analogy of like the airplane is such a good one. Like you have to put your like oxygen mask on first before you can help anyone else. So I love that you touched on that. And it sounds like what I'm hearing, there's, there's an element of like boundaries as well. Would you say that's contributed to you being able to take rest? Yes, definitely. Like, I feel like the whole, you know, the boundaries challenge as well. Like, it helps not only professionally, but in your personal life as well. And just recognizing these things, because I feel like a lot of as creatives and, you know, as freelancers, you know, when you work for yourself, you kind of forget or lose those boundaries. Case in point, like last night, I got an inquiry for a makeup job. It was, I think, 9.30 at night. It was an email. In the past, I would have been like, okay, got to reply to this straight away. It doesn't matter what time of day it is or what time of night it is. But instead, I looked at it. I'm like, all right, it's fine. I'll just look at it. I won't open it because leave it on unread. And I'll look at it in the morning when it's business hours, so to speak. Sometimes, depending on what I've got on the next morning, I might look at it straight away. But that's, I feel like it's more 
I choose to look at it when I want to, as opposed to I have to look at it or respond to people straight away. I love that you use the word business hours because I think it's something I find so interesting with creative freelancers is the belief that there aren't any. (laughs) Kind of like you said, it's the feeling of being on all the time. And I know a lot of people kind of go, well, I always have to be checking my emails. I always have to check my phone. And what I love about freelancer freedom is I see so many clients who are like, no, there's a time where my phone goes to bed. There's a time where like my emails stay unread and it can wait till the morning and I'm still getting booked. I'm making more money, getting more bookings than I was when I was always on, like kind of putting out the fires. And I think something we get to kind of reclaim is like, yes, we don't have to compare ourselves to nine to five. Like we don't have to, you know, use that as the benchmark for like how our work looks. But by the same token, you also get to choose your business hours. Like I remember saying to you all in Freelance with Freedom, like you also get to decide what fully booked looks like for you. That doesn't mean you have to work every day, three times a day. Like it gets to be of your making. How's that been your experience? Yes. So like that has been another, like, you know, the idea of being fully booked and changing their mind to like fully booked doesn't have to mean literally fully booked 24 seven, you know, fully booked can mean anything. I mean, at the moment coming up off a big job, I did get to like, you know, there was a couple of weeks where I was working seven days a week and it worked out like that. And then coming off the job, I thought, oh no, like I'm not fully booked. Like, you know, that your brain kind of goes to, oh wait, mm-hmm. but now next week I'm not going to be fully booked because I've just finished this huge job. And like readjusting that mindset to know, wait, hang on, you actually kind of need to rest because you've been doing such a big job (laughs) and it's okay to take that time off and maybe, you know, fully booked for me for the next couple of weeks is going to be like just being booked, having jobs three or four days a week, as opposed to six days or five days or Mm -hmm. whatever that's been in the past and just adjusting that as a week by week cases sometimes, but also not downplaying the fact that even though as freelancers, we might not be out physically on a job, like doing makeup on someone or hair on someone or taking photos or whatever. All the behind the scenes work is still work. Working on your website, on your socials. At the moment, I'm looking at, you know, I've been looking into courses for upskilling, you know, doing that kind of homework. All of that is still work. It's not like, it's still you working towards your business. So in reality, even though sometimes you feel like you're not fully booked or not working full time, you kind of always are. (laughs) (laughs) just in a different way though yeah and I think like you said the back end of business is just as important as what people see front facing and I think again it's so hard when you don't have a job where you clock in like at 9 a.m and finish at 5 p.m we so easily discredit all the things we do for our business that maybe no one sees maybe you know people might see an Instagram post and be like oh yeah that maybe took you five minutes but it's like no there's the ideation there's the planning there's thinking about my clients and all the strategies that are involved to keep our businesses growing. So I think that's a really good point, Neymar. Like there's so much that not only clients never see, but when I think about the general assumptions around creatives, again, like you said, kind of, you know, choosing our own business hours, we are always doing work. Like there is an element of like the way we work in our business, it goes way beyond us just showing up on set. Oh, definitely. Like people like the idea, like, traditional jobs and I still find especially when you bump into like old friends or family members like like oh and yesterday I was out on about like 9 a.m on a Tuesday on a workday morning which traditionally you'd be at work because it's 9 a.m like oh you're not at work today you're not working it's like mm. and in the past I'd get really awkward with those kinds of interactions like 
I guess I'm not working and that would kind of make me feel down. But now I've like flipped that to say, no, actually, no, I've got a day off today because I know for a fact that A, I might still be working in the afternoon or I have had to take a day off because I've been working all through the weekend and things like that. You know, we don't have that traditional Monday to Friday work where the weekends are when we have our times off. Mm. And getting comfortable with the idea and not downplaying those things has helped me a lot, just the mindset and not letting those things, like those little comments and things that people traditionally see freelancers as or creatives as, is not real, I guess, workers. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. I think it, there's a really huge misconception that when you love what you do, And I think what's that saying, like, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I think it's the exact opposite. (laughs) I think when you love what you do, you show up for it. Like you're going to work harder. Like if I was to work at a desk job for someone I didn't want to work for doing something I didn't want to do, I'm not going to work hard. (laughs) Whereas like when I love what I do, I'm going to show up. Yeah. I feel you work like you have to work twice as hard. If if anything, it sometimes feels like, ah, it might just be easier to go get a retail job where you can just mindlessly walk in and walk out. You know, you walk in in the morning, do your work. And when you leave, you're done, your brain, you turn off. Whereas a job like this, you really do feel like you're on all the time and you do put in twice as much work and effort and hours that people don't really see or realize how much actual work and effort goes into running your own business. I think it comes back to this idea of freedom. Like there's reclamation of like, yeah, this is a real business. I'm a real business. I'm a CEO and I get to do something I love. Like both can exist. And like one of my core philosophies is like creatives can be CEOs and creatives. Like we don't have to choose one or the other. It doesn't like invalidate our art if we're, you know, trying to increase our bookings or, you know, God forbid, buy a house or like do something that we actually want to do from our art but I think it's so interesting that even when creatives have heard those narratives for a long time of like and I think the flavor is a little bit like oh you're so lucky to do what you love or again like oh how nice you have a Tuesday off but it's like yeah but you don't see all the admin I'm about to do you'll never see all the things I put into this business sure because I love it but it is also a business yeah no definitely and especially I feel like the idea of as a creative being a business owner is still people don't see or don't really accept it because when traditionally, you know, business owners, when you hear the word business owner or CEO, you think, mm-hmm. I don't know, some big, you know, corporate organization or things like that. Whereas though I feel like there is quite a bit of a shift now with like, you know, small business owners mm-hmm. and I'm recognizing that small business owners are still real business owners and the work that we put into our own businesses, no matter how small they are. And, you know, building them to a place where we feel proud or we feel happy with what we are doing and not being ashamed to show off that, hey, yes, I am a business owner. I am a CEO. I am also a creative and I can be all of these things all rolled into one and not think of, I don't know, for me, traditionally thinking of like the word CEO or business owner just reminds me like of an old middle-aged man. Because <laughs> 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 yeah. growing up, that's all you'd see. You'd see the world like, you know. You, yeah you'd see business owner and there'd be a photo of like an old middle-aged man. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, and things are definitely changing and, you know, recognizing those changes and going with accepting those changes and changing the narrative from within is, I feel like, really important and it has helped with growing as a person and as a business owner. 
and as a creative. <laughs> I love that you've touched on all those things, how like, if I had a dream, it's that. It's that like, they they can all coexist, but it's also like professional, like personal development is professional development and professional development is personal development. Like they all are one and the same. Like we get to have it all. We don't have to put ourselves in a box. We don't have to like pick and choose what we're allowed And I think, especially as women as well, I think what's so exciting to me is seeing women really reclaim like the CEO energy and from the standpoint of we're creatives. It's like, we're coming for everything we were told we can have. (laughs) Definitely. And I really feel that, especially with this recent job that I got and, you know, just being not only a woman, a woman of color, a Muslim woman of color. I was just laughing with some of my folks. He's like, I'm like I'm a minority within a minority within a minority within a minority. Mm. I'm like, so, and seeing people like myself in these spaces has always, that's been another struggle within itself. But being able to see like other creatives that are like, you know, just women in general is quite empowering and uplifting as well. And I feel like it's quite important. And before I'd kind of hide away with my business, but I feel like, no, actually I need to be seen and I need to show off, like, you know, there would be that sense of shame from showing off. Oh, you shouldn't show off. You know, it's rude to show off. It's bad to show off. But now it's like, actually, if I show the world what I'm doing or other people what I'm doing, it's not showing off. It can be inspirational to the next generation of young women that are of color, that are Muslim, that, you know, that might want to have their own business one day or do something, you know, be creative and exist in the creative scene and be accepted and not have to hide behind what they do. So powerful, so powerful, Neymar. Thank you for sharing that. And I think you touched on so many important points there because again, Mm. I think it makes sense like when it comes to like the showing off thing like that, again, I think (laughs) is definitely something that sits with women where it's like, oh, a narrative I've always kind of felt was shown to me was like, be successful, but not too successful. (laughs) It's it's a little bit like, okay, cool. Now like kind of go back to your little business or whatever it is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, I think you've hit on such an important point there, especially around inclusivity and visibility as well, and how inspiring it is for other creatives and and women and people from different cultures to feel like yes this is available to me like it is so important yeah because the world's you know we need to be the change if you want to see the change I feel like we need to be the change regardless of industry and especially I feel like within the creative industry the hair and makeup industries being able to you know cater to all types of people yeah and that's something that comes up a lot, you know, as a makeup artist or as a hairstylist. And if we're not in those spaces, we can't relate to our clients. Yeah. Um, our clients can't relate to like, you know, clients, you know, if they see someone that looks like themselves, they're more likely to be feel more comfortable and come to you. Yeah. And I think that, that, like you said, it starts in the chair and it, it happens with social media. It happens with just us showing up and taking up space. But I think there are so many important points you've touched on there that I'm really grateful you brought up, Neymar. So when it comes to what's next for you, like I said, fully booked, like on your terms without the hustle, like what is making you excited today? Well, what's making me excited today? I didn't think I'd ever be excited about. (laughs) You know, apart from growing my bridal beauty business that I've been working on, like since um, joining Freelance with Freedom, that was kind of my main goal. I have recently started learning about special effects Mm. and special effects makeup and 
another side of the industry that I never really thought I'd want to do or be interested in. But I'm the type of person that just I love I love learning, I love upskilling and learning new things. Yeah, at the moment, I mean, on the one side, I feel like I could still, you know, have my bridal beauty business and keep growing that on one side. And on the other hand, I'm kind of going back to school, not really going back to school, but <laughs> taking private lessons from people in the industry mm. that will be able to help me upskill and explore a new part of the industry that I wasn't really too sure about before, but getting a taste of it. I want to explore more. <laughs> I love that because I think there really is like no ceiling in any of this. And something that I think is so exciting, especially I see it happen time and time again with my clients in Freelance for Freedom. They kind of like effectively like conquer one market where they're like, cool, I'm fully booked now in this market. They're a bit like, ooh, what else do I want to do? I think it's powerful because again, there is no ceiling, but also Mm -hmm. it just shows you if you can do it in one market, you can do it in any market. There's so much out there. Like, why do we need to put ourselves in a box? Why can't we, you know, try a little bit of everything and see... And heck, I mean, five years from now, I've been doing this for five years. Five years from now, I might want to try something else again. I mean, mm. life is still, you know, you don't have to do one thing forever. I mean, I've already, like, makeup came to me after three other careers, like two or three other career changes. So, yeah, just keep on, keep exploring yeah, words to live by. I definitely think even when I became a coach, it was kind of like, it found me in many ways. I was like, oh, I really want to do this. I feel really drawn to it. But I, I always laugh my husband. I'm like, maybe I want to be an astronaut in five years. Who knows? Yeah, like, who you know, knows? The, like, who you knows? Know. Yeah, you just get to go where your heart is telling you to go. Yeah, I love it so much. Naima, it has been an absolute joy chatting to you. Where can everyone find you? Primarily on my socials, on Instagram. I am made up by Naima. Not makeup, because people get that confused quite often. <laughs> so Made Up by Neymar on Instagram, Facebook. My website, same thing, Made Up by Neymar, because makeup is very specific and I didn't want to be very specific. I love it. Well, I, again, that's kind of another reason I did like Harry makes it up in terms of like making anything up. I was like, it could be makeup. It could be anything. <laughs> That's how I got made up because, you know, I'm not just doing makeup. I'm actually, you know, I do hair. I actually do like, I do other things as well that's in the space of beauty. So, yeah. I love it. We will put all your details in the show notes. Name up. So inspiring as always. So, so good to see you. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Freelance with Freedom. I'd love to continue this conversation over on Instagram. So come hang out with me at Freelance with Freedom. You can follow me there for mini trainings that include mindset and strategy to help you step into the CEO role in your business. And if you're interested in taking this work further, head to www.harrietadfield.com to find out more about working together. I'm wishing you an incredible week and I can't wait to see you in the next one.